Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Good evening, everybody. Hope you're well. Welcome to the flagship show. I have an amazing guest. I'm going to bring him in in just a second. Um, before I do, the only reason I'm not inviting him on now is I don't want this particular guest, he's a good friend of mine, to be embroiled in something that is not necessarily, well, it's nothing to, to do with him and I don't want him and anything that I say to be construed or anything to be taken on uh, as him being potentially not, I don't want to say a sympathizer or uh, or having to be voiced to take an opinion on this because it, it's unfair to put anyone else in, the, in this position. So I'm going to just come out. I'm going to start by reading uh, a statement um, and then I'm going to just explain that statement with some facts. Um, I'm only going to talk about facts. I'm not going to talk about anything. I'm going to do this for about about three, maybe four minutes, and then I'm just going to leave it. And if anyone wants to pick up with me, they absolutely can. Um, this statement is in regards to accusations um, that have been made by an individual who is associated or to about an individual who is associated with Five Yard Russia, someone who has contributed content written and uh, in audio form. Um, and therefore, unfortunately, I am in a position where I have to at least acknowledge that for transparency of our listeners and people who have uh, been followers of this podcast for a while. It's not something I would choose to do if this was a, uh, a different matter and it was somebody else who wasn't affiliated with this. I would probably keep quiet and let this situation play out. Unfortunately, I feel like the brand is potentially tarnished through this, uh, through maybe association. So I need to clarify a few things. Through a statement, then I will clarify a few facts, and then I'm going to bring our guest on, and we're going to just move on from this. So, 
we became aware a few days ago that money was taken uh, by or money that was played into leagues by fantasy players was not paid out to winners of leagues. This is multiple leagues um, that there were multiple deadlines that were imposed and multiple deadlines that were missed. Since then, we have been in contact with the individual and individuals uh, and we have asked and made sure and encouraged them to pay this money out due to the individuals that are owed. The amount in question is about £3,000. Uh, we were given assurances this would happen yesterday. It was not paid. <clears throat> Firstly, we are all truly sorry to the players involved who have not been paid. It is a truly awful situation to be in. If anybody signed up to these leagues because the people or person affiliated uh, has written content for Five Yard Rush, then from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of all of our hearts, we are truly sorry that that was the case. To clarify a few things, we have absolutely nothing to do with this venture. We have never tweeted about it. We have never retweeted about it as far as I can see. We have never, ever, ever encouraged people to... We've never had any affiliation with this particular setup of leagues. We've never endorsed and we've never encouraged people to play in these leagues. We do not run, as Five Yard Rush, cash leagues with any cash prizes ever. If anybody who is affiliated or says they are affiliated with Five Yard Rush and they run a cash league, they do so without our endorsement and also without our support. We do not condone the conduct of these individuals and their taking of money into personal bank accounts. We do not condone any mass league scheme of this sort. We do not condone charging a rake. Anybody who is looking to play in cash leagues should only do so in private small stakes leagues or should be paying into third-party sites such as LeagueSafe or TeamStake. If they ask for money into PayPal, it is a violation of PayPal's terms and conditions. And if they ask for it in a bank account, I would and we all would strongly advise you not to do so. No charity league should be run without an official charity page and statement. Ideally, in most situations, people playing would donate directly to a charity page similar to the charity page that we have set up. We wholeheartedly condemn the actions of the individuals in this matter purely because I'm not going to speculate the outcome. I'm not going to speculate uh, where this money is. What I am going to say is I think it's an wholeheartedly wrong to hold money in a bank account of any kind. And we wholeheartedly disagree with the matter of taking a, a rake. So regardless of whether these actions were innocent or not, not responding to players and not paying out their fantasy winnings, especially when a rake is charged, is 100% wrong. We hope that this money uh, is paid to people quickly without further delay. And we ask that all money taken, including rakes and future league fees, are uh, refunded back to the players with immediate effect. We regret the situation that has happened. I will not conduct or will not comment publicly who the individual is, nor will I come out. Um, I will not comment further on the status of that person with regards to five yard rush. We regret again, we regret the situation has happened. We cannot condone these actions so far. Um, and we stand with the players that are affected in this matter. We apologize to those affected. We really hope that we can help you get uh, your money back and we will continue to do so. To state the facts that this individual 
uh, is someone I've been in contact with. I have tried to uh, gain this money. I know a few people as well have. Um, I will clarify a few things, but money was paid directly into their bank account. That bank account has not, uh, well, that money has not yet been transferred to players. I can confirm that there were multiple deadlines. Uh, the ones I know for definite were Saturday of last week and Wednesday. Both of these deadlines were missed. Um, I can tell you categorically that a rake is charged in these leagues of uh, around about 20%. I don't know if that's for all leagues, but the numbers and the, the the suggestions I've had is that they take rakes from every single league, which therefore ensues that that should guarantee payment. Um, I can tell you that this individual who holds the money has not been in contact with any of the leagues on the platforms that it's played on. Uh, nor has been on Twitter uh, or X or whatever we're calling it uh, for the past month. Um, and I can confirm that whilst another person in this setup has been in contact and has been liaising, that person is adamant that they have no control of the money, that they have no no idea uh, of how to access that money. It is in strictly another individual's bank account. Um, I can confirm as well that... Uh, the individuals were trying to collect money uh, for this year's payment by the end of last year. Um, And as of right now, all I can confirm is that this money has not been paid. There is hopefully I've been told it will be paid this week, but I was also told it would be paid yesterday. Um, I will say for the, the reasons why it's not been paid that have been communicated to me, I will not report these as fact. I will only report them for what I have been told, that this individual lost their phone between Christmas and New Year. They had lost access to their email password. They lost access to their sleeper password. They lost access to their Twitter password. Um, I've been told this person does not have a phone, nor does they do not have a laptop. Uh, how I've been communicating with them, that's a good question. I've been communicating with them on Facebook Messenger. Uh, that person has had access to that account and has been able to communicate with people who are friends with this person on Facebook Messenger, but no other form of communication medium has been uh, said. This person said that they've not had access to the bank account because they do not have access to the details or the sign-in details, and therefore they don't have that ability to uh, access the funds, and that when they try to uh, get to the bank to pay these funds, they said uh, that the bank was closed. That was the... Uh, reasons why it's not been paid to date uh, that have been explained to me and communicated to the players. And those messages have been consistent. I'm not going to tell you, I don't know what the situation is for fact, nor will I wildly speculate or offer any conjecture. What I will say is that the ways in which this has come out are not the ways that I would do this, nor would I support that sort of action in the form of a witch hunt. But I completely sympathize with the players who are trying to get their money and the ways to do that. Um, I'm kind of going to leave it there other than to say that I'm deeply sorry. I don't want to talk about this stuff. I don't want to be involved in this sort of stuff. This is the second time it's happened in three years. My strong urging to you is if it's a private league, you know the commissioner, you know the people involved, absolutely fine. You do what you got to do. Don't ever pay money into PayPal. You might never see that money. If somebody is running schemes of leagues or multiple, uh, multiple leagues, and taking cash and that money is going into PayPal or via bank account, do not do it. This has happened too many times. It's happened to too many good people. Do not do it. If they do not use a third-party system like League Safe or TeamStake, 
do not enter it. Just do not enter it. I don't care who it is. Unless on the off chance this is someone you've known for 20 years, then fine. If And I'm not going to say to you, absolutely do not play cash leagues. It's your choice. You do whatever you want to do. But I'm strongly advising that unless you know the individuals involved or it is a private home league that's been going for several years, find a, a, a league that has a payment system that is third party and pays out people individually. And you pay into that system and you get paid through that system. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it there. I did not want my guest to be on screen when I talked about this. It's not fair on him. It's not fair on anybody else. We're going to move on with the show and I'm going to introduce my great friend. Some of these podcasts I went on last uh, last week, someone who I uh, wildly love, respect. I'm so glad I got him to be in person uh, last year at the FFC, uh, UK FFC. It's my good friend, Mags. Mags, welcome to the show. Sorry you kind of had to be backstage for that. I didn't really give you a heads up, but I also did not want you on screen while I was talking about that. I hope you understand. Absolutely understand, Murph, and also pretty much echo exactly what you said. Just please be careful with your money, ladies and gentlemen. Let's... You know, yeah, it's all it's all fun games until something like this happens. So yeah, please do this carefully, do this safely through those third party apps. Even if you're a commissioner, it's so much easier doing it that way anyway. So what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, especially especially if again they do take a small percentage of rake or league or league fees mm-hmm. or services, whatever it is. It's very small. Depends on the stake. It's, it's normally like a couple of quid. It's really for your protection and your insurance. So you know, especially when you've got outfits out there that are charging rates, which I think is. I, I, I'm not going to go into a tangent about rakes because I I, mm. I don't understand why you would charge a rake um, unless you're DraftKings and and that's how you make your money. Yeah. Then fair enough. I, well, but um, we we move on to that. How how are you yeah. doing? How are things? And uh, what's been going on with you? Yeah, doing really well. Um, just kind of enjoying a little bit of the off season. Just sort of obviously the fantasy season ended. Although we had a chat before about. Um, a degenerate, and I'm in one sort of playoff league. I know you're in, you're in a lot more we were chatting about last week. So I'm just enjoying the games. I'm enjoying, I'm repping, of course, Kansas City, enjoying the Chiefs. You know, kind of just just giving one of those to everyone, just a little simmer down to everybody. So that's been quite <laughs> nice to watch. How about you, mate? You all good? Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm all good. Um, yeah, obviously gutted about the result last week, but not a <laughs> yeah. big shock. But I, I, I felt slightly confident, but... Uh, it is what it is, um, but yeah, yeah I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to getting into the rookie, uh, rookie draft yeah. season. I'm looking forward to getting the end of this, and we're just in this this uh, nice spate where there's news dropping every day, whether it's teams, yeah. whether we've got games coming on. We've got the championship game this weekend, uh, which Casey are in yet again uh, to the moment of everyone. They're going to be hated as much yeah. as the Patriots in about a year's time. <laughs> which you're ready for when it doesn't matter right when it's your team i'll take it i'll take yeah, it yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you um but i just loving like the 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 news drops this, this is like an exciting yeah. time this is where like the whole landscape for september is just starting to be set the foundations the pieces i love it and there's been so much news in fact loads of news dropped yeah in the last 24 hours i i you know, let, let's get into it because um, appreciate you got to go do your show in a little bit. So yep. let's start with um, the big deal. The big one is John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh yeah. is leaving Michigan and he is going to be the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, what what are your thoughts on this? It's It's perfect. It is perfect for the Chargers to finally make like 
I don't want to best way to describe it, like a serious appointment at head coach almost, right? This is what they've needed for so long. It's not an experimental thing. It's not like a, oh, let's let's wait and see what happens here. This is a serious appointment. And Harbaugh is almost, he's almost the perfect guy to bring in. I think people kind of forget Michigan weren't what they are now whenever he took over back in, what was it, 2015, 2014, 2015? 2015. I think they even had, they had a losing record when he took mm-hmm. over. And he ended with an unbeaten season and a national championship. So I think he's perfect to win at the Chargers because they're not perfect either. They need fixing. And I think he's going to do a really good job at fixing them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I share a different opinion. Um, Ooh, I love it. I, I'm not a fan. Now, I, I've taken a lot of heat today on this take. Now, two years ago, a team called the Jacksonville Jaguars was appointed Urban Meyer, which was received to high acclaim. And I went out there and said, this is one of the worst appointments I've ever seen. And I have had the misfortune of having my team, the Florida Gators, coached by Urban Meyer. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps to Detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes, he won us a national title, but the scandal, the fallout after he left and around about the time he was leaving was so much and we're still yes. uncovering pieces now 15 years later yeah. you know and my issue is it was why is he being rewarded with a huge job in the NFL with all those questions of conduct mm. and it's appropriate and and John Harbour is walking into exactly the same situation this guy is under uh, investigation by the NCAA for multiple, multiple violations. He has already been suspended by his own team, the Michigan Wolverines, for three games for violating the recruiting policies, which is being investigated by the NCAA. Hmm. He then was going to receive a further three-game ban for Stein stealing, which is being investigated by the NCAA. With there is a lot of evidence. Now, he has not been convicted of that. He has Mm-hmm. They had they accepted some form of initial punishment. They were adamant it's not an admission of guilt. I don't know how you can accept a punishment that isn't an admission of guilt. But these investigations will either go away because he's no longer in the NCAA, or they're not going to go away. And if he's found guilty, then what? Where does that leave the charges? Does he then have to be fired by the charges mid-season or whenever this investigation is wrapped up? If there is significant impropriety, do they take this national championship away? That's I just think as a team, I think, listen, there's innocent until proven guilty. 
a hundred percent. I stand by that as a principle. There are too many red flags for me, but whatever. If he was the current head coach of the Chargers and all this was breaking, I'd go, okay, you stick by him, you see what happens, mm. and you do what you got to do. But you're inheriting as an organization this risk. So you are saying we are going to accept whatever happens. Yeah. So if he gets fined or kicked out of the NCAA or whatever, then you got as an organization, do you think, ah, oh, well, sod it, we're above the NCAA, so stick it. Or do you fire him and then you're stuck with it? I mean, I just think, I get it. He 10 years ago, he was a good NFL head coach. That was 10 years ago. The game is That's different. True. It's a completely different game. People are coming at me going, well, he's proven it in the NFL. Yeah, he did 10 years ago. How many coaches are still around from 10 years ago? 10% of the league? It's a completely yeah. different league. It's a different game. It's going to take time to adjust. I just... I'm not saying it's not going to be a success, nor do I, nor am I saying he's not a good coach. I just question the morality and ethical propriety of it. I just think this guy should, the investigation should play out. And if he's cleared, great. And if he's not cleared, then that makes your decision a lot easier. I just, it smacks of desperation. That's my, it smacks of desperation of, if we don't take him now and take the risk, we don't know what we're going to do. And they haven't even appointed a GM. Mm -hmm. They appointed him without a mm -hmm. GM, which is, again, it's an owner's decision, which I think is bonkers, but whatever. I don't know. I, I almost like it. I almost like it from the Chargers. Like, okay. I don't know why. I think it's like a rare bit of backbone from, from the LA Chargers. Yeah, I mean, right? that it is. It, it's something that they are one yeah. of the more risk-averse teams they don't yeah. really do things they don't really take a stand they kind of just plod along so yeah, yeah I, I get it i just yeah I, I struggle i just struggle with the the fact that he can walk away from all of those investigations i it doesn't sit right with me i know yeah. charges fans are saying we don't care and, and do you know what if i was a charges fan i might think the same thing. i probably wouldn't but i i, I get it mm. but I yeah, I, I put out there this just smacks of Urban Meyer 2.0. I got a lot of stick for it. That's fine. I'll take it. I don't have a problem. I think more people thought it was because of a talent thing. I'm not saying he won't be a success from a talent perspective. Yeah. The impropriety, yeah. the personality, how is he going to manage um how's he gonna handle managing different people, those different personalities? He's had a lot of run-ins at Michigan. Yes, he mm. had a successful end. He did. He also had a lot of bad luck in between. He almost was fired twice. Yeah. I just, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, um, it, it, you know what? Not even the wildest head coaching hire of this cycle because the Panthers, <laughs> the yeah. Panthers out of nowhere have just hired. So like yesterday, well, two days ago, they hired Dan Morgan as their GM. Dan Morgan uh, is someone who was a former player with the Panthers. Mm -hmm. He was a first-round pick with them, I believe, in 2001. Um, and then he did eight years in Seattle, and then he went to um, Carolina. And his first act as GM of the Carolina Panthers is to hire Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales as his new head coach. Dave Canales came over from Seattle in the offseason last year for as a quarterback's coach. Um, to take on his first offensive coordinator job. And less than 12 months later, he is now the head coach 
of the Carolina Panthers. This is wild, wild that he has got this job. And there are they going to are they going to win a game next year at all? <laughs> like are they just are this are they almost early tanking? Only this time they'll actually have their pick. Or Murph, what I'm actually really thinking about this hire is <laughs> who wanted this job? Was he the only one that actually wanted it? Yeah, I. So here's here's my take on it. That look, we should preface this that Dave Canales coached Russell Wilson pretty much for his best season statistically. Yeah, he then took Geno Smith from the shelf and got him paid, mm-hmm. and then he took a washed up Baker Mayfield and yeah. put him and gave him a four thousand yard season, twenty eight touchdowns, um, Great ten job. interceptions, and yeah. you know from a quarterback perspective. He has done a, an, an excellent job. They've got Bryce Young. They invested a first-round pick in him. Naturally, they've gone with someone who they think can get the best out of Bryce Young. Makes sense. They've gone for an offensive coordinator. Makes sense. Also, Dave Canales, and the reason I brought up the um, Dan Morgan link first is that they were together in Seattle for eight years. So this is a guy that the GM uh... knows Really, really, really well. That makes sense. So they have hired, and I think this is a case of Canellas and Morgan know each other very well. That's a relationship that is going to work. So they're not walking into this blind. Mm-hmm. Morgan has gone with someone he trusts. He obviously was very impressive. Tepper has to sign off, but I think this is a this is a Dan Morgan hire. I don't think Tepper is hiring. Mm-hmm. This uh, is hiring Canales as his inspirational. This is the guy I picked out of our wild pool. Did other people turn it down? Potentially. The way I look at it is if you've interviewed for the job, I don't think you have. I think you don't go. I find it would, I would find it very strange that you would go. Yeah. And none get off the job and say no. Um, Without publicly explaining that you're not in the running anymore. That's what I think. Have they released who they're interviewing? Because I know the Atlanta Falcons are planning to release everyone they're interviewing or have offered interviews. I, I don't know if the I Panthers have, a have done that. I do have a Ooh. list. So you do have to. The people that they requested interviews with, and um, I can tell you who was uh, scheduled, uh, uh, second time around, etc. So mm-hmm. Brian Callahan, but he was hired as the Titans head coach, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ejiro Ivero, who was the Panthers defensive coordinator, he was okay. interviewed. Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, he was interviewed. Mike McDonald, he, who's... he went to the interview. Yep, that interview was completed. Interesting. Uh, Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, that interview was completed. Todd Munkin, Ravens wow. offensive coordinator, that interview was completed. Raheem Morris, uh, Rams defensive coordinator, had two interviews. Uh, Dan Quinn had an interview that was completed. Bobby Slowick had an interview that was completed. Frank Smith, who is the Dolphins offensive coordinator, he had an interview that was completed. Chris Tabor, who is the Panthers interim head coach, he obviously interviewed. And then Mike Vrabel. Now, this says interview scheduled. Hmm. So there is no confirmation that Mike, given how many people have just said completed interviews, there is no request there that says that our interview was completed so this could be Vrabel said I'll come meet you and then never followed up it could be the Panthers said 
we don't actually want to meet you now. Mm-hmm. All we know is there was an interview it was scheduled. We don't know. It has been reported that that happened. Yeah. Um, I think that there are probably some players there that might have turned it down. So I think like Ben Johnson Surely. turned yeah. it down. I think, yeah. Just went I would, maybe out of respect, did the interview and said at the end, look, oh, maybe just very respectfully. Yeah, yeah Todd Bunkin, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the rest of those were probably contenders. Brian Callahan obviously exited when he became yeah. the head coach of the Titans. So, yeah. but the only ones that had second interviews lined up were Dave Canales and Raheem Morris, who both got affiliation with the Buccaneers, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then it looks like it's going to be Dave Canales, which I think is amazing that you go for a first year. Good for him. Offensive coordinator, but well, yeah, I mean, good for him. Um, we'll see what the Buccaneers do. I have a theory where where I think they're going to go next. Um, oh, go on. Go on. Well, I, I think they're hired from within. It's not that exciting. I think oh, they're going to okay. hire. Thad, I think they're going to hire Thad, uh, Thad Lewis from within. Um, there is some noise that Cliff Kingsbury might enter the chat. That would be wow. Baker <laughs> Mayfield's ex head coach. Yeah, why not? So I get the tenuous link. That could. I mean, I I can't see it. I think the Bucks mm-hmm. will hire Thad Lewis. They they rate him highly. Um, yeah. They've just given the job to someone who was never a coordinator who did a good job. Mm. Um, the wild thing for this, for the Bucks is they don't get the compensation pick because Canelo's is only there for one year. You have to be there two uh, years to get the comp pick. Really? Yeah. I have, um, I have a sort of small theory about Mike, Mike Vrabel as well. Go on then. I think he's waiting for Andy Reid to retire, which might be soon. Ah, from, okay. from what I've seen. I know he's had a couple of health scares. Maybe not this year, but perhaps next year is rumored to be Andy Reid's last year. And Vrabel was part of his his coaching staff once upon a time as well. He has links to the Chiefs. That would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I do know that he has gone to interview with the Falcons. I mean, that would also be awesome for him, right? (laughs) That would all. Hey, I check the favorite there. Yeah. I I mean, we're talking about the. We're talking about. I just read a, a long list. I'm not even going to bother talking about the people who had an interview. They've got so many that have had two interviews, um, either scheduled or complete. It's a Bill Belichick's had two interviews completed. Aaron Glenn, uh, who is the Lions defensive coordinator, he has a second interview scheduled. Um, Brian Callahan did have a second interview scheduled, yeah. but then again, as we've mentioned, took the Titans job. Um, very popular man. Jim Harbaugh had a second interview scheduled. Mm. He obviously did not take that. Um, Ben Johnson has a second interview scheduled. Um, uh, Ajiro Vero, the Panthers defensive coordinator, he has a second interview. He, he's had a second interview that's been completed. Raheem Morris has had a second interview that has been completed. And Bobby Slowick, um, apparently, uh, according to reports today, is in Arthur Blank's house interviewing for the job. Interesting. So they've gone really wide with this. Uh, yeah. Um, it's amazing because I kind of just thought it was nailed on that Belichick would, would get the yep. job. Um, yep. So the fact that they are interviewing a lot of people either says that they can't agree terms with Belichick or something. I, it's wild, but uh, we'll see what happens there. They could just go there all along. Yeah, I think that's it's going to be a, it's an odd fit, but I mean Belichick is going to see Bijan Robinson and be very happy. You would you would like to think so. I hope we're not going to get get a repeat of what we had with Arthur Smith, and he's he's going to use Bijan and he's going to use 
every other running back in the room as well. Like just yeah, just use Peterson. Yeah, but you might as well bury Carl Pitts in the ground. Maybe he maybe he'll think he's Gronk. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um speaking of wild choices, the rate this is in your division. The Raiders hired Tom Telesco as their GM after eleven uninspiring years as the GM of the San, <laughs> San Diego slash LA Chargers. Yeah. I when I seen this, I kind of just went, What right? like why? <laughs> I didn't really get I don't it's not I'm surprised he kept his job there for so long. To be honest, 11 yeah, years. I, I was like, like, I don't know how he kept a job for so long, for like yeah. 11 years. And now he's got another job in the division. Straight away. I know so. Uh, click your fingers. Like, he's like, I'll have a job. Yeah. I don't, I don't fully, fully understand why maybe he has a good relationship with the owner from being in the division for so long. I really don't know. Or maybe he's, maybe he's the cheapest option. Or maybe he's just trying I to save some money. I, it's a bizarre one, but then they've they've gone for really radical appointments and it's not worked. Yeah. So maybe they yeah. just thought we'll go boring and see because they hired yeah, they... Antonio Pierce as their head mm-hmm. coach, which makes all the sense in the world. He was very successful as an interim. Mm-hmm. Um it, yeah. it, it's a very sensible it's a very unraider's choice. It's a very sensible <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. So uh see if the Raiders hired Harbaugh, I would understand it more, right? This like LA and the Raiders like swapped over here, right? Yeah. It is like, yeah, they literally had, well, that's because they hired Tom Telesco. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll spot the common link. Yeah, we've seen him all along. <laughs> Tom Telesco, Mr. Boring. <laughs> um, we've talked about Brian Callahan so much. Yes, he is the Head coach yeah. of the Titans. They therefore the Bengals promoted from within. Dan Pitcher is their new offensive coordinator. He was the QB coach. A lot of yeah. themes of QB coaches going to OCs. Yeah. Good standard trims, uh, standard sort of progression there. Let's talk yeah. about Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio yeah. gets fired from the Miami Dolphins, uh-huh. and eighteen <laughs> hours later is hired yeah. by the Eagles. That's there. You can't tell me that wasn't planned, right? <laughs> like unless he. Unless he's that must be a deal of big fans you had in place with the Eagles and the Dolphins, right? You don't jump on someone that but fast, then why, right? Why would you why would you if you're the Dolphins just fire him? Why not just hold on for the comp pick? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, why would you just let him go? Like, oh, we'll take a seventh, you can have him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't fully understand that. And, and the speedy turnaround that he was hired, like you tell me the Eagles had all the contracts and all the lawyers and everything looked at in 18 hours. Well, I think what they're saying is that he's expected to. He hasn't actually signed. So, um, but yeah, he's gone from being fired to a telephone call to getting a job. I mean, like, I'd love that to happen to me. Like, what a dream. Um, Yeah, I I can't wait for him to be blamed for. (laughs) I'm looking forward to Nick Sirianni blaming him as well for the fact that he can't coach a team. That'll be good. He's already thrown, uh, you know, he's already thrown Sean Desai. And (laughs) mind you, you, Matt Patricia coached one of the worst games I've ever seen against the Buccaneers. Um, I mean, that was horrific. So I I don't necessarily blame them for getting a new DC. And Vic Fangio, once upon a time, was a very good DC. Um, But they don't have the players to fit in that scheme. So this is going to be amazing. I don't know how it's going to work because they're missing linebackers and safeties. And that is really what Vic Fangio kind of thrives on to build a really good defense. So he's not doing it this year. So I don't know how that's going to work. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, 
mad that's happened, but there we go. Yeah. Um, the Eagles have cleaned house as well. They fired both their offensive and defensive coordinators. Brian Johnson uh, got let go. Apparently, uh, if you can't execute the tush push 100% of the time, <laughs> you will get fired. Um, I, it's a damning indictment on Sirianni that he loses yeah. both his offensive and defensive coordinators. That screams hot seat when that happens to me. It Something's up, Murph. That that is a collapse. Like I don't know if I've seen something like it's almost like a golfer being on the seventeenth hole and just being six up and just hitting like oh John Vanderbilt the nineteen ninety nine like, exactly like I couldn't remember his name that's exactly Seriani's in the river with his socks rolled down like and his trousers rolled up. It, well, it's yeah. something's wrong here. I mean, it is it is as catastrophic as a collapse as the year after the Eagles won the Super Bowl and Carson Wentz all of a sudden couldn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, literally, just... it's literally watching the same film with the same team, yeah. but five years apart. It's, yeah, uh, bonkers. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I don't know. I, I think you have to give Sirianni the the benefit of the doubt of it's three consecutive playoff appearances, two division titles. Yeah, yeah. they threw this yeah. one away, but... They should have locked that division this year. Uh, Super Bowl appearance. I think you have to give him one more year, but you also are saying, hey, that didn't work. You've got, you're on your last legs. And that's, he's, he's the kind of, and obviously I don't want to be like armchair psychologist here or anything like that. And I don't know the guy personally, but every time I really listen to him or see him on the side, he just appears to be like a bit of a, dick right and i wonder if the the more the eagles succeeded and the better they did maybe the harder it got to work with him because he's maybe the kind of person that would let it go to his head i don't know i mean he he has come out with some absolute to be honest from his first interview where he got announced and he talked about like planting the seeds and and making mm. them grow and that ridiculous metaphor that he put out there. I was like, I don't think this guy's going to last 20 minutes in the NFL. Yeah. So he's proven <laughs> me wrong already. Um, yeah. But yeah, wild. Like, um, we'll see what happens with him. It's going to be fascinating. Uh, I've got to let you go because you've got a show to do. Um, Thank you, mate. Why don't you tell everyone where they can um, go and watch you and, uh, where they can interact with you and and catch yeah. up on the show. And also, test quickly, I know you've got to run, uh, uh, you, this amazing idea you're doing with turning over uh, a roster, because this is such a great idea. I'm hooked. I, I love this, so I want you to oh, promote thank you. it. Yeah, so uh, if you want to tweet me or anything like that, you can find me at Hot Seat Mags or at Dynasty Hot Seat for the podcast channel. I run a podcast called The Dynasty Hot Seat, where at the minute we're deep in the depths of 2024, rookie mock drafts but you go do one right now with my guy eric romok if you know i'm a great guy fantasy nav really really good that should be awesome that'll be out this week and yeah murph i am loving this rebuild i am at the minute i took over the work like literally the worst team <laughs> it is so horrendous i'm gonna try and turn it into a championship winning team it has no players and no picks somehow i don't really know how the, the old owner did this so i'm just youtubing this out once maybe twice a week and asking people in the comments what should we do how do we do this we're building the whole thing together i don't do anything i don't do a single thing until someone puts it in the comments 
Like, even if it's something where I'm screaming, it's so obvious I need to do it. I can't do it until someone says it. So I love seeing the comments rolling in. I'm like, oh, thank God that was said because, you know, I was they're going to sneakily do it on the sly. So I'm absolutely loving it. If you are listening, I don't see anyone else really doing it. So if you want to be a no. part of something kind of new and exciting, then hop over to the Dynasty Hot Seat YouTube channel. Check out the first two videos. I'm currently editing the third video as of only like today. So it should be out this week as well. So you can catch episode three. Do it. It's a great, great podcast. I was lucky enough to be on last week. I got shot some bullets because I, I refused to go chalky. I wanted to be a bit different. Um, yes. And so, yeah, it's it's a great show. I love it. Um, do go check it out. Max, I'm going to tune in as soon as I'm wrapped up with this. So good awesome. luck. Um, and thank you very much for bailing me out of a tough spot. <laughs> no problem, me at any time, right? Catch you later, Murph. Cheers, mate. Catch you later. Bye. So, yeah, do check out Mags uh, at uh, the Dynasty Hot Seat. Great podcast. Been on there multiple times. It is a phenomenal show. And, uh, yeah, do do yourselves a favor and like, subscribe on YouTube, especially the, uh, the Dynasty Rebuild. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal piece of content. Uh, thoroughly enjoying it, so do go and check that out. Um, we're going to wrap up the... Uh, we've done all the hires and fires. Uh, there hasn't been anything that's broken in the last 20 minutes. Uh, so there are still three teams looking for a head coach. They are Atlanta, who we talked about all their hirings, uh, or people they've interviewed. Seattle, who have been quite quiet. Washington have also been quite quiet. And we still have a GM vacancy, and that is the charges that we've already mentioned. Um, so a quick overview of the divisional round games. Uh, let's start with the Bucks. Surprise, surprise, they lost this one. Uh, it was close game. A lot of heat about why Top Bowles didn't take the timeout uh, with the ability to stop the game. Um, he said, but well, didn't see the point. They would kick a field goal, be down two scores. Didn't see the time left. It was worthwhile to do. A lot of debate on uh, on this. Um, I, I'm not going to rehash it. The, the bottom line is with this game, the, the Lions were the better team throughout this. I did think this was a pretty horrifically cold game from the officials. There's a lot of times they didn't really know what was going on. Spots of balls were well, well off. A lot of penalties were not picked up in this game for both teams. It's to be fair to, to this situation. A uh, lot of offsides not called. A uh, lot of weird penalties given and uh, weirder ones not given. Um, it was a really, really badly officiated game. I don't think it changes the result. I think the Lions were the best team. On the night, um, Jared Goff was phenomenal. Josh Reynolds had a game, um, really got them out of some sticky situations to extend drives on third down. And really, that was where this game was won and lost. It was won and lost on third downs. Lions advanced to the NFC Championship game uh, for the first time in a very, very long time. So congratulations to them. It was thoroughly deserved. Um, and, you know, they're going to give... The uh, San Francisco 49ers are run for their money because they advanced, and it wasn't the blowout that everyone kind of expected. This was a field goal difference. Andres Carlson did miss a field goal that would have tied this game. I don't think that the 49ers have benefited from effectively two weeks off because they didn't really play that many starters uh, in week 18. I think they looked a bit rusty. They had enough on the day to get the job done. They didn't have Debo Samuel who is questionable for this week's uh, NFC Championship game. However, they were a good team on the day, just about got it done. Jordan Love, there's rumours that he's going to be the highest ever paid um, quarterback in franchise history. I take all those sorts of comments, by the way, of a pinch of salt. Of course he is. The salary cap rises every year. It's 
I, I would like to see it on percentage of salary cap. And that should be the measure of. Because, yeah, of course, him today is going to earn more than what Brett Favre earned 15 years ago. Like, it's without saying, right? Um, so, look, I think it's an interesting situation they're in. But I, I was quite bullish. I thought Jordan Love would have a good season. He has done. Uh, and he certainly has more than justified his first round pick. Um, they've got a good young roster. They've they've kind of got some pieces they still need to work on, but they're in a good spot. They did just fire their defensive coordinator, um, Joe Barry, so they will be on the look for that. It's not a surprise. They can't really stop the running of the, uh, the ball run on them, so it's something they're going to need to fix. But this was a close game. Um, the, the Packers have done themselves proud this year. I don't think anyone can really argue um, with where they finished, that they've had a bad season. Same with the Buccaneers. I think that both those teams advanced further than anyone would have put them. So, you know, uh, I think both those teams can hold their heads held high. And I think you are looking at the two best teams in the NFC this year. I know that the Lions are the third seed, but um, I, for me, they were a better, more complete team than the Cowboys. The Cowboys uh, might have won 12 games, but they won eight of them at home. They were four and four on the road, and the Lions got in some big wins there. So yeah, I think it's a it's a good um good NFC championship game, probably the best we could have hoped for. Uh on the AFC side, we did have the Ravens completely blow out the uh, the Texans in the second half. Lamar Jackson just proved why he's going to win the MVP award. He was absolutely phenomenal yet again, another hundred yard game on the ground. This game was tied at the half 10-10. No further scores from the Texans, their offense completely shut down. In the second half, um, as a result, they were just too good for them, the the Ravens, and they advanced to the and they will host the uh, AFC Championship game, and they will be playing the Kansas City Chiefs, who everyone continues to write off. They squeak by and beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in the cold weather. Uh, again, another missed field goal by Tyler Bass in this one uh, was the difference in this game. Um, but credit to the Chiefs. They haven't been their fluid best, but they have hung around in games and they've picked off and picked off and picked off wins when they've absolutely had to. And they really have Josh Allen's number in the playoffs, don't they? Um, poor Josh Allen. Uh, just can't seem to get it down against the Chiefs, no matter how hard he tries. Um, so it's going to be a fascinating AFC Championship weekend. So we have on two sides, we have the defending Super Bowl champions on the road to the Baltimore Ravens, who are arguably the best team in football with the MVP for the second time, Lamar Jackson, just waiting for that to officially be confirmed. But I can't see there being another winner. There shouldn't be another winner. Um, uh, you know, for me, I, I would expect the Ravens to win that game. I, I tip them to win the whole thing at the start of the season. Um, I stick with that prediction. I can't see anyone else winning it uh, at this stage. On the other side, you know, I think they've got the, the 49ers as heavy favorites against the Lions. I don't really like them as heavy favorites. I like them as favorites. I think it's a narrow edge, but I don't think it's, it's as big as the margin is there. If you can get yourself lines and the points here, I think the, the line is somewhere between like four and a half. I don't know what it currently is. Uh, I, I like the lines and the points. I think it's a really, really close game. I think it'll be within a field goal. I think this will go the distance. Be real. Says wouldn't shock me if the Lions won this one either. Um, so really, really interesting game coming up. Um, Really good divisional round. It's very rare that you would say that the, I mean, other than the 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 Bills and the Chiefs, you'd argue that the Bills have been the better team over the season. A huge wobble in the middle. 
rattled off a load of wins, had that last late season momentum. But in the other three games, you'd argue that those three teams were the better team and, and you know, advanced to the championship game and are where they should be. And again, the Chiefs, and it's not like the Chiefs are like some plucky underdog here. They're the Super Bowl champions. It's not a big shock. So we have got four amazing teams here in the playoffs in the championship games. It's going to be a phenomenal weekend, a phenomenal Sunday watching both those games. Uh, do tune in and watch those. And then we will have our Super Bowl. We will know who it's going to be in uh, just a few days' time. And we'll be all excited and ready for that. So um, stay tuned for that. We will break down a little bit of that uh, next week. Um, we'll also potentially do a Super Bowl show like we have done uh, and start getting that one together in, in the works as well. A um, few more things just to wrap up. Um I did announce the FFCC um, competition. So I will put the winner up there uh, at some point over the next couple of days. Um, thank you so much to everyone who's entered. We're a little over £1,750 raised so far in January, which is a phenomenal amount. I'd love to get to 2000 by the end of the month. Um, and then we'll go quiet for a couple of months. But uh, yeah, phenomenal effort. Thank you so much to everyone who has donated. We've got a really good uh, field set so far we've got loads more uh, spaces still to go so if you haven't had a chance please do uh, check it out um, you can go onto the website fiverrush.co.uk and look under the FFCC tab uh, and have a look and you'll have the site details there alternatively you should be able to find it on the twitter feed uh, at murph underscore nfl um, and you should be able to find it there as well um, so please do do that uh, please do donate please do um, join us for the FFCC want to make it the biggest field ever uh, on course to do that. I'm hoping to get 512 teams. If we don't, I do have a contingency plan for doing more than the 256, but less than the 512. So don't worry if we don't get the full 512, but I'm really hopeful that we'll get the 512 uh, this year. Um, and then let's talk about the schedule for the next month. So yeah, I'm hoping to do a Super Bowl show. So these shows going forward will be a little different. Um, we're going to start looking a little bit back on what we learned in 2023, and we'll do it by position by position analysis of the four main skill positions. So I'm hoping to have four amazing guests on over the next four weeks with Stocks, of course. Stocks, unfortunately, couldn't be here tonight. Um, he is just dealing with a medical issue. Hopefully, he will be fine and cleared to return off IR next week. Um, and we're hoping to have some amazing guests lined up over the next few weeks to talk about each of those positions, to talk about what we learned what we got right, what we got wrong as analysts, as personal analysts, uh, as a, a ADP trend, as, as a collective, uh, and see what we can use and see if we can take any of that information forward into 2024. Um, so, yeah, next four weeks, we'll do quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. I won't promise the order, uh, but I know that we will do those four. Uh, I've got some amazing guests um, potentially lined up to do those. So just waiting on confirmation and dates, and we'll get all of those sorted. But I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's a really important time to really look back. And then once we've done that, we can look forward. We can look forward to the new class. We can look forward to the new players coming in, and we can look forward to how we do it. That will take us nicely into free agency, what's going on there, uh, start speculating what's going on. We'll have a, a set uh, agenda from then on uh, as to how we look at the rest of the offseason as we prepare to take down more ships in 2024. Last thing I'm going to cover off is um, the Dynasty Show. So you might have noticed there has not been a Dynasty show for a few weeks. Uh, that is because our Dynasty hosts uh, have unfortunately just been really tied down. Uh, Hannah has told me that she's still you know, happy to contribute as part of the team, but just doesn't have the capacity right now to take on a full-on podcast, which 
completely makes sense. Family first. Um, she's got a very big year in her uh, day job career, day to day. Um, and Dan, uh, who started off doing the Dynasty shows in replacement of uh, Rich Cooling, um, has just had a, a, a really tough time. So my thoughts are with him as he's getting through and, and getting things done. Um, the plan in the short term is I'm going to do these shows. There'll be pre-records. Um, I won't be able to do a live record. Um, I'm going to get some guests. I'm going to get some people to help me out here. Uh, we'll generate some content. Uh, we'll start looking at the rookies. We'll start looking at strategy. Um, and I ha- kind of hope that the two shows, the flagship and the uh, Dice show, will kind of dovetail a little bit here until I kind of work out what we're going to do. So I'm not going to commit to how long I'm going to do the Dynasty show for. What I can promise you is from next week, there will be some Dynasty content. Um, I, I'm i still kind of working out how I'm going to do it and what we're going to do. Um, but I promise you there'll be some Dynasty content. It'll be great. We'll have a great time doing it. If you have any suggestions, then please do reach out to me and let me know. Um, I think about I think that's about going to do it. Um, I kind of I'm not going to talk about what I talked about at the top of the show. If you kind of joined halfway through, I mean, I'm glad, but I, I kind of want you to listen to the top of the show. Um, I just again, want to reiterate that we had no part in this. Um, I I hope that our record over the last sort of seven years of of doing shows. I mean, we're we're coming up to 800 shows. Um, I, uh, the hundreds, if not hundreds of hundreds of leagues that we've run. I hope that people understand that we were not part of this and that we aren't part of this. And um, Not to really absolve myself, um, but just more for our community uh, as a whole. I really want uh, us as a community to move past what is going on and appreciate the situation. That's really hard. Um, the ways to do is just to ensure this doesn't happen again. Um, the ways to ensure it doesn't happen again is just do not fall for these big uh, mass leaks and do not fall for it even if they're charging a rake Um, I'm not suggesting that the people involved have taken this money I'm not suggesting they've stolen it Um, I presented some facts at the top of the show Um, I reserve comment until a resolution is found and if there is no resolution found I'll have to stand up again and say that there has been no resolution. What I kind of want is some trust in that we will always try and steer people to good players, good commissioners. Um, We will never endorse paid leagues. We just don't. It's not that I have a problem with paid leagues. I don't have a problem with paid leagues. Um, It's just, I just don't endorse them. I will occasionally on my own personal handle, find players for other leagues and vouch for commissioners that I know, uh, etc. But I, I I struggle with, and I will always say this, that I will not accept, um, uh, you know, people just can't pay into bank accounts. You know, if, if it's your home league and you've been doing it for 12 years, then, you know, crack on. That's not what this is about. I'm not sitting here slating those leagues at all. Um, nor am I saying that every person that, put, that takes the money in their bank account is uh, a person to be suspicious of or questioned because that's also not what I'm saying. What I'm just trying to say is that if someone is running multiple leagues, that that money cannot be in a bank account and it cannot be on PayPal. It just cannot. It just it, it categorically cannot. Do not, please, do not enter those leagues. Just do not enter them. Um, do not trust them. If Even if it's somebody who has a badge of trust because they're affiliated with uh, this brand or myself or uh, 
fancy fancy sanctuary or their or, or fantasy wild card or the warrior bowl or whoever doesn't matter whoever they're affiliated with it doesn't matter they could be affiliated with espn it doesn't matter who they're affiliated with if they're taking money and putting it into a bank account that is wrong it's fundamentally wrong do not accept it do not stand for it do not partake in it and do not pay the money end of we ran we run enough leagues as a uh, as a show there are many leagues i could recommend many people to do and to join so if you're struggling i will help you out find a league won't always be paid i get it paid leagues they're fun but they also come with a lot of risk um i think that's going to pretty much do it just please be diligent please be careful i hope that uh what has happened has not dented your trust in this show and in what we do um i will continue to try and get this money for players i will continue to do what i can uh to help those players and i will continue to to advise and be transparent and um the whole point at the top at the top of the show was to be transparent. I have nothing to hide about this situation. I wasn't part of it. I know about um, aspects of this. Um, I will do everything in my power to ensure that we continue to be a trusted source in this in this um, community, and that we will continue to do good things and be amongst people. I did a show with Fields of Fantasy just this week, talking about. Uh, people in this community and why the people make this community so special and i believe that more today than i probably ever have done so be diligent out there be careful and if you have any questions please feel free to ask me i'm not going to sit here and comment on this individual or individuals um i'm just not going to um for me it's a private matter it will continue to be a private matter until it cannot be a private matter anymore. Um, I'm also not going to reference it publicly in terms of on this show any further unless there is an interesting development and I feel I have to, uh, but I hope I don't have to. Um, appreciate your time, everybody. Sorry to end it on that note, but I really wanted to be clear. Um, good luck to everybody who are playing in playoff leagues this week. Um, it's going to be an interesting field to set. We're thinking about uh, looking ahead to the Super Bowl. Look up for all our content coming out in the next couple of weeks. I promise you it's going to be some amazing guests and we're going to have an amazing time and might even give away some prizes as well. But until then, Rush Nation, don't forget, as always, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Keep rushing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 